Good morning and welcome back to the Beers and Belts podcast. Good to have you here. We're going to be talking about WrestleMania Night 1, which vastly exceeded expectations for me. I didn't go into this with high hopes, but man, it was a good, fun night. It was a long night. One night went from 8 to just after midnight with Stone Cold cracking open a lot of beers at the end there. Uh, and spilling most of it just all over the place. But it was a good, fun night. Had to take a little break and watch part of it on my phone so I could check out the end of my boys from North Carolina as they defeated the Duke Blue Devils last night as well in the NCAA Final Four. So let's get right into this. So first... Kicked off the show with the Usos versus Shinsuke Nakamura and Rick Boogs. And I believe that this was cut a little short and the ending had to be changed with an injury to Rick Boogs. But what you, you had was the Usos winning over Nakamura and Boogs. Boogs had, I forget which one of the Usos it was, up on his shoulders. The other one jumped onto him to pile on, so he was holding both of them up on his shoulders, and his leg gave out. He went down, and he was not in the match for the rest of the match there. So clearly they had to change whatever ending they had planned. You had the Usos coming up with the win there. It was, it was a good save. I mean, it, you could have watched it and said, is this supposed to happen? I don't know. But uh, they did come out later and say that he's torn his quad and is going to have to require surgery. So it sucks for Rick Boogs. You know, that was a team that I, I had them pick to win this. And, you know, they were obviously a lot of energy. Crowd loves them. So you hate to see that for him. It was a good match. It was fun. And Usos come away with the win there. So moving on to the next one which was probably my least favorite match of the night. And it was my least favorite build. Uh, if you've listened to any of my podcasts before, you know I'm not a huge Baron Corbin or Happy Corbin fan. So I just didn't like the build up to this. But Drew McIntyre comes away with the win here. And in this match, he had one spot that a guy his size should not be able to do where he jumped out of the ring, did a swanton onto Madcap Moss and Baron Corbin who were outside of the ring. And just seeing a guy his size fly over the top rope like that is incredible. So at the end of the match, though, you had McIntyre get his sword out and slice the top and middle rope in half. So that required a fix before the the next one. The sword is still going strong. I guess it's pretty sharp if it's cutting through ropes. I'm sure that that was in no way, shape, or form a gimmicked rope, of course. But uh, it, it was okay. It was not, you know, not the greatest match. It wasn't a real long match. But... Uh, Corbin at one point got to hit his deep six, got the Claymore in. Like I said, McIntyre comes away with the win there. So moving on, the biggest surprise for me, I would say, which was the Logan Paul and Miz versus Mysterios. I had low expectations for this. I didn't think it was going to be a real good match. I thought it was probably going to be the Mysterios versus the Miz with Logan Paul just kind of doing some stupid stuff here and there. Man, he had a couple really, really good spots in this, and he looked legit. It was clear that he had done training and taken it seriously. Yeah, some people uh, have no idea who he is, being a YouTube guy. 
but you know, he's one of the most popular people on YouTube as far as subscribers and views and all that. And he came in wearing his expensive Pokemon Pikachu card and the Miz and, and Logan Paul had matching gear that was yellow and black to match that. But they came away with the win, which shocked me as well. So Logan Paul and the Miz defeated the Mysterios. And at the end of this, you had the Miz turning. He turned on his boy, Logan Paul, gave him the skull crushing finale. Who knows what's going on here? If this is going to be Logan Paul having something at backlash, who knows what kind of contract he has signed, but I'd, I'd like to see him in the ring again, see what he can do. You know, he was, he was up there in you know the, the level of, celebrities that have really come in and and done well lately. So I wouldn't mind seeing that feud continue on a little bit. So next up we had the Becky Lynch, Bianca Belair for the raw women's championship. This was one that I predicted Bianca Belair would win. And she did. It was a really good match. There was a lot of spots where there were a lot of close two counts. They traded shots back and forth. It was entertaining, and they did a really good job putting this together. Good to see Bianca Belair come away with the win, and uh, she's your new Raw Women's Champion. So there you go, Bianca Belair standing strong, standing tall in the ring. So from there, we had Seth Rollins versus the mystery opponent, which I said in the preview show that it was going to be Cody Rhodes, and it was Cody Rhodes. And he got a good reception. He got a big pop, came in. He had the similar entrance to entrance he has in or that he had in AEW coming up, being lifted from the ramp and had same same gear that he had been wearing there towards the end of his AEW run. And this was a really great match. I mean, Cody Rhodes has a good match with everybody. Seth Rollins obviously is great in the ring. So these two guys had a really, really, really good match. It was fun to watch. Good to see. And Cody Rhodes came out on top. I was really wondering, just Vince McMahon being Vince McMahon, if he was going to have Cody Rhodes come back and lose because that's the kind of person Vince McMahon is. But Cody Rhodes comes in, gets a win over Seth Rollins in a fantastic match, and it'll be interesting to see how this goes moving forward. You know, there's talk that it may be a continued feud with Seth Rollins because Seth Rollins can say, oh, well, I couldn't prepare, so now we need to go again. And God forbid they move to 50-50 booking between these two. If you're going to have Cody Rhodes come in and be a star, let him come in and be a star and win matches. I don't think that he needs to lose for two months at least unless there's some kind of screwy finish which WWE likes to do. So hopefully they can keep Cody Rhodes going in the right direction. Good to see him back. Seemed happy being back in WWE. Fun match, really good match. And then you had the, after this, you had the Hall of Fame group come out and be acknowledged. So Steiner Brothers, Queen Charmel, Vader's family, Shad Gaspard's family, and The Undertaker, and The Undertaker got his entrance music and huge, huge crowd reaction for, for all these guys. So, and from there we moved to Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, which 
was another great match. Again, Charlotte Flair has great matches with everybody. And this was no different. Kept going with this. Had a, a long match, I thought. Um, back and forth. Lots of back and forth. Lots of back and forth. Very athletic moves between the two. Obviously, Charlotte is super athletic. Ronda Rousey is Ronda Rousey. So we know all the things that she can do. And in the end, you had Charlotte Flair coming out on top, one by pinfall. And I didn't see this coming. I figured that this was going to go back to Ronda Rousey. But Charlotte Flair comes away with the win. So I don't know if this was going to be a one-off for Ronda Rousey, if she's going to go back and, and raise her child, or if she will continue to be in the picture for WWE. Remains to be seen. But Charlotte Flair comes away with the win and that in a really good match. So moving on to the finale for the show, which was the KO show with Stone Cold Steve Austin, which this obviously was going to turn into a fight at some point. I didn't believe it was going to turn into a match unless that match was tomorrow. Uh, if you listen again to the preview show I had, I predicted that they may be setting up a match for night two just to let Stone Cold have two nights and the fans see him out there for two nights. But KO got in there, said he didn't come come here and call Stone Cold out to do an interview and a KO show, said he came to have a fight. So they threw the chairs out of the ring. They got a referee down there and had a no-holds-barred no match, and they Battled around the arena into the fans, went all over the place. Uh, Austin did not take a whole lot of bumps in this, as as he shouldn't, with his history of injuries and you know why he has been out for the last nineteen years. So, but Owens did a great job of taking a lot of bumps. It was it was a fun match. It was good to see Stone Cold just beat Kevin Owens down because Kevin Owens is so punchable. So. You had Stone Cold come out on top, ultimately gave him the stunner. He got the win, and uh, then he celebrated in the ring for what felt like about 10 minutes with people throwing him beers and him doing his cheers with the beers and then pouring it all over himself, basically. And that's how the show ended. So fun show. We'll see what happens this evening with night two. I was going to set this up into one podcast with both the night one review and the night two preview, Uh, but I am going to do a separate preview for night two. So that'll be coming out in just a little bit. So thanks again for listening. Good to have you here and look forward to night two tonight of WrestleMania. Have a good one, guys. (laughs) 